before the break of dawn. Got some mossy oak and coffee on. I'm off the whole weekend and there's a cold front moving in. First thing I do when I climb my stand is bow my head and thank the man. And while I'm waiting on daybreak, I feel my heart race. Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoors here on KWSN and KFTO. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri. If you were listening to our first segment, you'd know that uh, just two of us were talking about deer hunting, and then we moved into ice fishing, and we're going to continue that, and we're just going to keep talking about more ice fishing. Kyle, we were talking about Shields Ice Fest coming up here in Fargo. Uh, it's coming up next weekend. What's it, Before we get out to times and all that, all the nuts and bolts of it, what's your favorite thing? You've been to many many shields ice pass at fargo yeah and what? i've been to many and, and so have you and not just uh, popped in on them either we've gotten to see uh, start to finish from oh, the yeah. green flag to the checkered flag uh, all that goes on and it's a whole lot of fun scott my favorite thing undoubtedly is all of the experts from the industry they bring in all the best all the knowledgeable people about product technique you know what's out there for the for the specifics that each person is doing and um, they're there to answer questions, talk fishing, and help people get geared up for the season. Yeah, you know, knowledge is extremely important, um, whether it's about gear, whether it's about fishing, all those people are there. And it's really cool and when you walk around there and you see people taking advantage of that, talking to all these experts that are there, getting some information for the season. My favorite thing is all the new gear. You know, every year there's all kinds of new stuff that comes out every year. And this event is quite often what the first time a lot of people actually really get to see it, get to put their hands on it. And then they can talk to those experts about that new gear. You know, what makes it better? Why, why did they do this? Why did they do that? And it's for me that that's just huge being able to see all the new stuff. Then the only issue is then you got to start thinking, well, all right. I guess I'm good. I wasn't going to spend any money when I got here, but I might have spent some money now. Yeah, but you know what? You can check out all of the different brands, all of the augers, all the shelters, all the clothes, all the tackle, all the rods and reels, and you've got them all right there in the tent or yep. right nearby, and it's great. And all the experts there to tell you about each one. Yes. So there's a lot of lot of huge advantages. Kyle, tell us exactly when that tent is going to be open at Shields. Okay, now, so we're talking about the Fargo Shields Ice Fest, November 18, 19, and 20. So that's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. A little different this year. They're doing Sunday. They've extended the event. It is going to run on Friday from 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 6, and Sunday 11 to 3. They're going to be giving away uh, the first 200 people in the door. Each of those days is going to get a prize, either a bucket or a beanie. Um, They're going to have tons of prize drawing giveaways throughout the event you're going to want to come out there check it out you're going to stop back multiple times and take it all in if you're coming into town for the bison game for the bison und game uh it would be the perfect opportunity as long as you just make a little bit of time for yourself because i'm pretty sure you got a busy schedule most people that come into town they have a pretty busy schedule so whatever you're coming to town for Make sure you take an hour, two hours, stop over, and 
it really doesn't matter necessarily when, unless you're there right away, because I got a bunch of free giveaways right away in the morning. After that, we're doing flash drawings and uh, different sales throughout the day. And none of those are advertised. We don't even have a clue what they are yet. Uh, we'll figure all that out that Friday. Um, so no matter what time it is, if that tent is open, stop in. And we're going to be broadcasting Gone Outdoors next weekend live from Shields Ice Fest in Fargo. We certainly are. So hunting season isn't quite over yet. Ice fishing is coming up very quickly. Stop out. Say hi. We'll be there. Kyle, something that I've always wanted to do. We've got about five minutes left here. I want to talk about this a little bit. We kind of talked about it about a month ago when I first uh, received these supplies um, this last week, I made bear oil, bear grease. Uh, you know, it's something that has been around literally for hundreds of years. A lot of the settlers did it, and it was super cool. I, I would argue it's probably been around for thousands or millions of years, as yeah. long as there's been bears. But people have been using it for hundreds of years. As long as there's been bears and fire. Right. <laughs> so tell me, okay. I know we, we did talk about this before. I'm really intrigued because um, you had a, a good friend that gave you some some bear, was it trimmings or just the fat? Bear fat. They gave yep. you the bear fat. Then what happened? So I didn't have time to render it down at that time. So I threw it in the freezer, which is relatively common. Throw it in the freezer until you got time to render it down. Uh, took it out here a week ago, thought it out, and there was a lot. Uh, a buddy, Brian Jernberg, ha happened to harvest a true trophy bearer, 358 pounds, which means that thing had a pile of fat on it. It was a great year for me to experiment with this because I got a lot to experiment with. Um, but from there, all you got to do is you just saw it out. I ran it through a meat grinder that you use to make deer sausage or anything else, run it through that, and then just put it in your turkey cooker, your fish cooker, and boil it down. And it's amazing. You know, you put in this big chunk of fat that's all ground up and let it cook. Uh, you know, it takes two, three hours to cook it down. Um, and you end up with a whole lot of oil, crystal clear, or not crystal clear, had a light amber color to it. Um, and it's oil that you can use for frying. You can use it for baking. Um, a lot of people use it as skin moisture, moisturizers. It, apparently, it's really good for sore muscles, for arthritis, uh, beard oil, hair oil, all kinds of things. There's so many uses, and I think it's super cool because this is something that most people are throwing away. Well, I don't have much of a beard, and I really don't have much hair either, but uh, some of well, the other things. maybe you should try some beard oil or some of this bear oil. <laughs> I'm intrigued about might, the cooking part of it. It Scott. might rectify that situation. Like, what would you use it in place of in your normal cooking process? Um, any type of vegetable oil. Uh, bear oil is actually healthier than most vegetable oils. It's healthier for you. Unless you're the bear. Unless you're the bear. Um, and there is no, a lot of people, are, they would ask me, how did it taste? I mean, I can't imagine that tasting good. It tasted no different than if you actually fried it in peanut oil we we fried some fish last weekend uh some minnesota crappies and you could not tell either by the smell of the frying or by the taste of the fish that it was bear oil and the fact that i i think it's just super cool that you harvest harvest something and you make use of as much of it as you can 
which is something that we've been trying to do a lot more and more of, uh, use different parts of what we harvest. And this was an amazing experience. Anybody that's, any bear hunters that have heard about this, if you're a bear hunter, you've probably heard about it, but there's not very many people that do it. Okay, do, Scott. Do not have any hesitation. You came in the studio and you brought me a pint jar of this. So what am I going to go home and use that for? Frying fish. Frying fish. Yeah. If if you want, if you want to take take one outdoor hobby and throw it in with another outdoor hobby, such as frying fish, you could fry up your back straps in it. You know, there, anything that you're going to fry with, instead of grabbing vegetable oil, you use that. If you're a baker, which I'm not a baker, so I'll probably not do this, but if you use this instead of Crisco or something like that in your, like your pie crust, it's supposed to make them extra, extra crispy. So there's a lot of uses for it. You just got to figure out what, what you want to use it for. We're talking here with my co-host, Mr. Scott Brewer, about Brewer's Barrel Ale. And uh, I'm intrigued. We will report back uh, exactly what we find after we give this stuff a taste. Hey, we've had a fun couple of first segments here, Scott, but we got a lot of gone outdoors ahead of us. So we're going to take a quick break here in about 30 seconds. When we come back, we're going to talk to a familiar person, a familiar voice to gone outdoors, Andy Holt. He is our living off the land expert, and he's going to talk about recovery dogs used to track deer during the hunting season. And uh, then we're going to wrap it up with a interview with Mr. Randon Olson. Uh, he's going to talk a little bit about winterizing your fishing gear and getting it all ready for uh, next spring. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back with more Gone Outdoors. Up before the break of dawn, got some mossy oak and coffee on. 